Boom. Welcome back to FBA Lifestyle Podcast. We got a special one today. 90-day FBA member, Jess Mayo. She's on the line. She's on the podcast. She is rounding the corner into month three, and she's got her product chosen, and she's got multiple samples coming, and she's got an Instagram page, and she's got a Pinterest page, and she's got the brand name, and she's got a bunch of images ready, and she is just cranking. So we had her on this week's podcast to uh, kind of share her little background, why she joined the 90 Day FBA Challenge, and her, her experience and progress so far, and overall to maybe uh, share some tips. So Jess, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, no complaints over here. Just keeping busy, keeping busy. We also got my man getting paid, pay man on the line. Hey, what's going on, guys? Greetings from beautiful, tropical Toronto, Canada. It's absolutely gorgeous. Enjoying yeah. amazing big blue sky with not a sight of uh, cloud. So sitting on my office in the porch all day. So excited. Oh, and awesome. Jesse, Jess, sorry, Jess, you've been doing amazing because you're, you've got everything. Riley just listed the whole yard, the whole nine yard of everything. You have all the assets, everything. So you haven't been slacking. So that's amazing. Keep rocking. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I guess uh, we, we can kind of go back and, um, you know, we can get to know you a little bit. You, you can, uh, people can get to know you a little bit. How did you, how did you get this far? How did you get into uh, wanting to do a uh, sell on Amazon and then uh, eventually join uh, the 90 day FBA program? Okay. So um, the underlying backstory is, so I am a customer service manager at a company and for the last two years I've been trying to transition that role into being remote so that I can go travel and work from my laptop. And I finally done that. And I've switched the, everything in that department to be entirely online. And we were supposed to go to South America. Uh, we were the day before we were going to move to Peru. And the president came on the internet and said, no, we're shutting the borders. Everything's closed. Wow. So that didn't happen. So I had already rented out my house, um, packed away all of my things. So I've just been waiting out the pandemic in my backpack that was just going to go with me to South America. Mm-hmm. So we are just, I'm trying to find something, even though I'm kind of location dependent, I'm still stuck in the time zone of the United States. So even though I want to travel yeah. around the Americas for a little while, eventually in probably a few years, I'm going to want to go to Asia. So I am. Can you outsource your job to a VA? Mm. No, Especially I work too closely. Emails. My boss is the president. Okay. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, so you have to that. handle uh, phone call type of stuff with uh, U.S. Uh, clients. So I'm doing less and less phones as we bring on more people into my department, but I'm still, I need to be their support because I have to make the decisions when they run into issues and things. So mm-hmm. I would have to work in the middle of the night in order yeah i'd be fine with for a few years but i'm definitely not going to do that forever Mm -hmm, um we're also looking at getting a sailboat and if we do that i'd have to trans we'd have to drive it to asia which would be a few months in the middle of the ocean so i can't work (laughs) in the middle of the ocean so i'm trying to plan ahead so that the amazon thing is up and running by the time we're ready to make the moves over there Uh, that is a great goal yeah, go full time, get your own income going. 
Um, yeah, hopefully the, the Elon Musk's uh, Starlink satellite internet yeah. gets live. That way, I'm sure you've been following it. That way, middle of the ocean, yeah. no problem. Keep us posted when you get the, the sailboat. We will definitely join you for, uh, for some good time there. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. That's an adventure. There's one in New York that we're looking at. Um, the people are actually quarantining themselves on the boat right now. So we're just kind of playing the waiting game with that, trying to see if we can get it. But um, yeah, we're looking at like 50-foot sailboats. So Wow. Yeah. Nice. Amazing. What's your timeline to get that? So we reached out to them recently. They, they are going to be done quarantining in August. So if we can get that one probably in August, there's a few other that we're looking at. But wow. um, I hate to say that we might benefit from COVID, but a lot of people are, I mean, we're seeing boats pop up left and right. So do you we might end have, up with a pretty good deal. Do you guys have any experience of sailing before? Uh, I do not. He does. Um, okay. His whole family is sailing people. Um, I still need to learn. I do have yes. my boat's license, but that was from when I was 15. So I haven't actually driven a boat. Let me tell you, it's going to be fun, but a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. You got to go get to dirty with your hands and to the mechanics and stuff. And oh, yeah. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, I get it. Well, that's the why we really want the one that's in New York. It's like push button sailing. You push a button, the sail goes up. You push a button, it goes nice. down. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, so we'll see. Fingers crossed. So, um, so didn't you say that you're. Um, boyfriend was a subscriber of mine on YouTube and that's basically how you found me. Yeah. He sent me a video. Um, and then you were talking about the 90 day challenge and I just, just bought it because I've been looking into doing this, um, in the past. I've listened when I was not working remotely for my company, I had a round trip, three hour commute. So I've been Whoa. listening to so many podcasts on e-commerce and things like that for the last four years. Mm. So when this came across, I was like, Oh, that sounds like a really easy handheld way to walk you through the process instead of going at it blind. Cause I mean, I've definitely heard horror stories where people dump a ton of money into one thing and nobody wants it or you can't rank for it. And so I didn't want to just do it totally blind because it can be a risk so how long, have you been, how long have you been following riley's podcast um just a little while he's right when i started the um right around when i started the 90 day challenge is when i started listening so what made you think that hey this is the right one this is the one i want to join among the thousand of other programs what was the deciding factor for you um i want to say that it was just timing okay Honestly, okay. it came at the right time, right in front of COVID. Everybody was, the world was shutting down. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be stuck in a house. I don't have anything better to do. And when I saw it, it just seemed like you had everything laid out exactly the way mm-hmm. you needed to do. It sounded like a good strategy with the whole keyword thing, which made a lot of sense to me um, versus just trying to find some random product that you think is cool and then trying to make that work. It, there is like a method behind it, which I really liked. So totally. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, so we're just, uh, just wrapping up two months so far. What's have been, um, what's been your kind of key takeaways or, you know, if someone were to, to, uh, to want to get into Amazon, what would be, um, what would be kind of your tips and advice for like a friend if they were to want to get started today? Um, I would, 
get them listening to podcasts. I think some of the only reason I've, I know how to do a lot of the behind the scenes marketing things that while I'm waiting for the product and I am kind of stuck on that because it's being shipped to me. Um, I know a lot about marketing just from listening to podcasts. And when you hear the same thing over and over again, you start to realize like, oh, this is probably a good idea if multiple people are saying it. Um, so that's generally where I point people. Cool. Yep. All about it. Here you are on a podcast now. Awesome. Um, you made it on full circle. What was, your, what was your first impression as soon as you logged in the first time into your back office of the United Challenge? Were you overwhelmed? Were you excited? Or say, what was your first reaction? When I logged into the 90-day course? Yeah, first time. When you saw all yeah. the, uh, everything in front of you laid out. So I was really excited. Um, and I tried to watch like all of it at once. But you guys locked off some of the content until you actually went through the steps. So I wanted to just go through and watch everything. But you wouldn't let me. So it was very exciting. But it kind of forced you to do it step by step, which honestly, I, I have to say, I, I need to do it that way. Um, that was super helpful versus just trying to read through everything and then get overwhelmed with too much information at one time. So that actually ended up helping, even though I was excited and I just wanted to watch everything. Yeah. So first, step by step, once you see something that Riley says, just pause it and do it. Mm -hmm. Once you've done it, then resume the video. That's what we recommend our students. Yeah. So yeah, I'd go through videos and I'd have it on this screen because I have my desk here. I have mm -hmm. it on this screen and then I do it, do it on this screen. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good plan. Um, for, um, so, so month one is, you know, all about product research. So, um, what was your experience with product research? And, um, if you have any tips to share with someone who would be uh, getting started. So I think that's what took, I mean, definitely that's what took the most amount of time. Um, I probably looked at thousands of really dumb products and searching for something. Um, but I just went to a bunch of different websites, as many websites as I could to find things that people are selling. And I mean, I ended up finding my niche on Pinterest. So I would just, I mean, it's something you can do while you're at work. You can just scroll through Pinterest mm -hmm. right before bed. You can do it all the time and see products. You can switch to, when you're searching in Pinterest, you can search to the shop side. So you only see um, like purchasable pins. So that helps you only look for products in Pinterest. Um, so then you can scroll through there and you're only looking at things that people to buy, people want to buy. And then mm -hmm. if you see something that catches your eye, I just put it into an FBA board that I had secret on my page, my personal page. And I would just put things in there, a bunch of them. And then when I got to the point where I had a ton of them and I would jump back into Jumble Scout and I would run the analysis on each of the products. And I just did that over and over and over and over. Great, great idea. Yeah. At what yep. point? At what point did you did you realize? Hey, this is it. This is my product. Was it a hunch, feel, a gut feeling? Was it purely from the numbers, or is it a mix of that? So I want to take you back to the moment just when you realize, hey, this is my product. My search is over. So tell us about that. So you had specific guidelines and what you wanted the product to be as far as how many sellers, how many reviews and all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, it was one of the first things that I found that was really within those metrics and something that I could actually be interested in. 
uh, long term because that was one thing I was worried about is picking some random product that I don't care about and then just like getting bored Mm -hmm. of it and then trying to find something else and never like following through with it Mm -hmm. because I would have been bored with the product. So I ended up finding something that I was interested in that I can see myself um, working on long term. So the marketing that I have to do, I have to, it's like a hobby. So I have to make these things and I'm enjoying making them and using that to create content and marketing. So it's actually just full circle, a lot of fun to do because I pick something that I enjoy. Cool. That's great. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yep. That is all, all good. What um, was your main challenge uh, initially when you were mm-hmm. looking for a product? I was really struggling to find products that hit all of the criteria of the right, ar- right amount of reviews, right amount of sellers, um, right amount of searches for that keyword. It was just finding something in there. I just it was really struggling to find that something. But I mean, I guess it just takes time. You just have to keep searching. It's hard for a reason. Yep. That's it. And you went straight for uh, searching. When you found the product, did you go first to uh, suppliers in China or in India or, or what? Tell, tell us about that. So I first went to India because my thought was that I was reading online that a bunch of the reviews were the product had, some of them had like a chemically smell and it wasn't like real 100% cotton and just a bunch of things that sounded like issues of being like super mass produced. And I just kind of assumed that that was a, mm. that they were coming from China. Um, and so I originally started going into the direction of searching for suppliers in India and I was struggling to get people to reach out to me and it seems like it was due to COVID that a lot of the warehouses were shut down. I did end up finding a supplier in India um, who's been really great, very helpful. Um, So she has samples in the mail to me that I'm gonna see, but I I did a bunch of iterations with the samples even before and she was willing to work with me and like changing things out until she found exactly what I wanted. So that was really cool that she was so attentive to me because I did not see that when I was looking at people in China, they would just like say something to me and then they would just disappear. And she was pretty attentive and the way that we communicated for sure. Um, After that, because I was only able to find one supplier in India, like at all, um, I did reach out to a sourcing agent in China to see if I can find somebody to curate the best samples of what I'm looking for in China to see if I can get any different pricing, maybe a better sample. I'm not sure because I still haven't received the first one in the mail yet, but I definitely want to look at more than one before I um, settle on it. Cool. Yeah. And what was your experience with that uh, sourcing agent? Uh, it was good. I mean, it was pretty easy. He just sent me a, like a form to fill out that explained all, all the details about the product, what I'm looking for, attach images. Um, it just asked a bunch of really detailed questions and I filled that out and they were like, oh, yep, this makes sense here. We can do this. It'll take about a month. Um, I think that was like $3.99 for three samples and they're going to go out, look at a bunch of suppliers, um, curate the, narrow it down to the best three and then they're going to package in one box and those three to me for me to look at. So that's great. Yeah. That's really cool. Have you, okay. Cool. 
Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, let's see. What else? What's, what's next on the agenda, uh, Payment? Well, um, so you haven't got any of your uh, samples yet, right? No, in the mail. Just wait. Okay. Now. Okay. So uh, in the meantime, you've been keeping busy uh, building your assets, social media, and stuff like that. What was the most challenging part in building your, your assets so far? Um, so Pinterest has started working really well, but I'm trying to start a, an Instagram page, and I've never actually looked into or had a lot of experience doing anything with Pinterest. My personal Pinterest page, I never took seriously. I, I think the last thing I pinned something was a year ago. Um, so I'm going to try to start doing that. So I've been looking into how to market on Pinterest and it just, it's, it's very overwhelming or on Instagram. And so okay. it's very overwhelming because I've never done it before, but it's just okay. giving me something to do for sure. And I recall you saying that you had some early success with your Pinterest uh, uh, campaign. Can you share mm -hmm. that with us? Yeah, so I created a, I create, already created a brand around the product and I made a Pinterest page. And for the last, I don't know, 60 days, I've been pinning things to this board that I created a bunch of boards for the product and taking people's pins that they've, and then resharing, just repinning a ton of things every day so that I, I'm up to like 11,000 monthly viewers on my Pinterest page. Then you break it down and you organize your Pinterest page so that it's all the boards are organized and they look nice. So then eventually, as I'm creating my own pieces of this hobby and taking images of them, there's a best of page that you'll put at your first initial board that's reserved for only your things. So you have all this traffic coming into your Pinterest page, looking at all of the other pins yours are going to get looped into all of that traffic. And then I'm going to make all of my pins go to um, like my Amazon account. So all these 11,000 monthly views, are, are they all organic or did you spend any money for advertising for that? No, it was all organic. Although oh, that's amazing. Um, I'll probably start doing some Pinterest advertising when I have my own pins. But I mean, right now it doesn't make sense to uh, put money behind somebody else's pin. So anyone that's listening to this, please rewind that section because that's gold. How to use the power of Pinterest, not only to find products, unique design, but also how mm -hmm. to, to market, build a following. That's, that's amazing. Well done, Jess. Well yeah. done. And you can try to join group boards with other people that are in your niche. And that, if you being a part of their board, if they have like 11,000 followers, Mm -hmm. You now have 11,000 followers and all of your stuff will show up in their newsfeed. So that's something that I've been starting to try to get into now that I have enough monthly views to actually uh, nice. join some boards with other people. And then from your uh, pins, can you direct some of that traffic towards your listing once your listing is up? Or are you going to mm -hmm. dr drive that towards a website or a blog? Or what's your st uh, strategy? What's your vision? Yeah, so I'm going to direct it um, directly to the listing. I'll probably, since I have to make these products anyway, the, the hobby thing, and make them anyway, uh, I'm probably going to put them on a Shopify store and just to sell them, to get rid of them. But um, So I'll have probably some of the pins go to that to sell those. But once you're on that store, you can say, here, buy my kit to make these things yourself, and then direct that to my Amazon page. Um, some of them you can also just drive directly to your Amazon listing. So mm. I'll probably do a bit of both. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Pinterest, that's, that's, that's one avenue that a lot of people are not even considering and they're missing big time because it can be an amazing source of not only ideas for unique uh, design, mm -hmm. but also for traffic, for uh, very focused, uh, you know, targeted traffic. So well done, Jess. Mm -hmm. Thanks. And yeah. a lot of people that are on Pinterest, they're looking to buy something. They're look, exactly. That's like the reason they're there is looking for ideas for things. Oh, I could either make this exactly. or like I could buy this. And they, it's just, it's full of products and the stuff never goes away. Anything that you post on Pinterest, it's not like it has a timeline where it falls mm -hmm. further down in the newsfeed because people are just constantly reset, re-sharing yeah. it, repinning it. So it's always just evolving and stays top of mind in your niche. Exactly. This is key for everyone. Just to remind it one more time, Amazon shows us what people are currently buying, whereas uh, sites like Pinterest and Etsy are showing us what people are looking for but are not available. So if you have a product that is listed right now, you put it on Pinterest, it's going to be, you're going to be one of the only people doing that. So it's, a, it's an amazing, it's not a secret now, but still not a lot of people are doing it. So, mm -hmm. so that's, that's an avenue that so everyone listening to this should definitely pay attention to it because it's an amazing, amazing gold mine. Mm -hmm. yep one thousand percent yeah i was just gonna start uh, getting into my pinterest as well for uh for, yeah. for my brand or, or revisiting sure, yeah. it um mm -hmm. you know we're we're running facebook ads for for our product and pinterest ads which is basically so just cheaper. a boosted pin it's very simple you mm -hmm. just put pin stuff and if it's popular you just pay to boost it um that the ad per you know per view per click whatever it can be like half the cost of facebook ads especially sure. if you have a female oriented um product mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. uh, the majority of pinterest uh, viewers sure. um awesome um good stuff you're crushing it excited for you to get your products uh paid for and and launched so that's that's going to be happening here in month three um so uh yeah i guess what is what's your overall uh experience been uh with the with the 90-day fba program so far like what would you uh what would you say to a friend so i really liked it um because you're kind of there with us every step of the way you're making it super easy you're very um available so every time i've ever had a question you just ask it in the group or you ask it in the chat and i've always gotten an answer definitely within the same day um just having somebody there to bounce questions off of and ideas is super helpful versus trying to do it by yourself. Um, I probably wouldn't have actually done it if I wouldn't have actually gone through the steps of doing it if I had to do it by myself because there's so many questions of like, uh, I don't know if I'm doing this right, I don't know if I'm doing that. Then you try to Google it or look on YouTube and then you have a million different ideas that some could be right, some could be wrong and you have no idea because there's no direction. So. Um, I really like that you guys are so involved in the group. It really makes it easier. Yeah, that was definitely one of the uh, pain points that when we first started masterminding, Riley and me, and when, when we started uh, studying the other programs out there, and that was one of the main complaints that because the programs were so big with so many people, you were any program you joined were member number 567. Anytime you had a question, it would take you like yeah. two days just to get a reply to your ticket saying, hey, we received your ticket, please wait, we're going to get back to within 24 to 48 hours, just to give you an answer like that. And I'm talking about the big, expensive flagship yeah. programs. So mm -hmm. for us, it was, we wanted to address that. We wanted to have 
uh, where both of us would be available and we, would, we kept the numbers of people in the course on purpose to be small so we could devote our time because again, we're not in the business of selling courses, but to create and build success stories. And to do that, we need to, to be available to, to basically hold you guys by the end, step by step, so that it can really, you guys can achieve the end result, which is to launch a product within 90 days. So I'm very happy to see you guys, uh, especially you doing really well. And what's really never ceases to amaze me is that you guys have been able to progress so rapidly, so well, despite the fact that the world is in a complete lockdown, has been locked down for the past six months, but you guys still like, like going through like like crazy and that's something that's wow i always amazes me so uh keep it up and uh, yeah we definitely want to make sure that everybody succeeds we we uh we that's what we're here for so yeah, and yeah. as i keep saying in the group any question don't be shy just ask away <laughs> yeah awesome yeah you've uh you've been crushing it so uh yeah looking forward to uh to month three uh full steam ahead so, uh, so yeah, I, I do have another call coming up here in 15 minutes, but, uh, yeah, either payment, uh, or you, Jess, any other questions or, or things that you want to share? No, I'm good. I'm just, uh, just amazed. And uh, one last question for Jess, are you starting to plan out the future of your, um, of your brand? Or are you starting to plan out your next move regarding your next product to, to build your brand? Because ideally you want to build a brand with related products and not just sell random products. So, have you started planning that in your mind or at least put it on paper right? after this first product? What is my next move, my next product? Have you started doing that yet? Yeah, so I've actually started um, planning that. I've been actually looking at getting what I'm selling as a kit. I'm looking at selling the done for you things, sourcing those from China and just turning that into like a drop shipping store on the side. Nice. Um, so I can use that model and let that grow. If, I mean, if it takes a month for shipping, like fine, if somebody purchases it, if it does really well, then maybe I'll source that and bring it into Amazon. Um, but that way I can have my Shopify store, just have everything the, the done for you and the kit to make it yourself. And I'm just creating a bunch of content around trying to drive traffic into you might even want to consider <laughs> later on once you build a community to to sell some kind of you know video series to teach them you know things like that just record yourself doing it maybe do some master classes and then put those videos in, in a membership type of area that's something that you can definitely do later on so you have mm -hmm. you're sitting on a gold mine seriously your product is amazing your niche is a very passionate niche and yeah you're doing well well i i believe that you're you're going to be crushing it I'm not gonna, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I can totally expect you to, to, to reach six figure your first year. And, and after that, the sky is the limit, mm -hmm. especially seeing how you've been doing so, so, so well so far. So yeah. Yeah. No pressure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. Um, yeah. so yeah, we'll, uh, we will obviously we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you in the group chat and uh, on the weekly zoom call as always. And, uh, for anyone else listening to this, stay tuned for the next round of 90 day FBA, because if you want to crush it for black Friday and holiday season, you're going to need to get started very soon. So uh, stay tuned to us for the next opening, uh, that's going to be coming soon. So thanks for watching to the end. See you guys on the next episode. Thanks again, Jess, for being on. Yep. See ya. 
Thanks for listening to the FBA Lifestyle Podcast. Don't forget to follow on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and Instagram. Ready to fast track your first or next FBA product? Ready to create a real product that leaves the competition in the dust? Then check out the 90-Day FBA Challenge, a 12-week accelerator program with weekly coaching calls where we help you go from zero idea what to sell to a product live on Amazon within 90 days. And download the free Amazon Secrets ebook, FBA Lifestyle, The Amazon Experts. Start your FBA business. Achieve the freedom lifestyle.